Hey, 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 family. It's your girl Shakia. And guess what? I'm back with another Kia voice. I have something to talk to you guys about today. Um, I know I haven't been on here. I haven't been as consistent as I need to be. And I can admit to that because, you know, I do have a lot of things that I do have to do. But I'm going to be on a little bit more than I was before. So, um, and that's a lot more because I only posted one um, episode. But guess what? I want to talk to you guys about some things that I go through basically my life. And, you know, I'm not talking about my life to boast in, but basically I'm talking about my life to just show you some things about my life that it's not always as good as it as good as it should be and just perfecting some of the things through Christ um if that makes sense but anyways um y'all I'm in school and school is completely uh it's not tough or anything but school has structure that I really didn't have and just to be honest as a um high school student I was only my mom and father, my mother and father, my mom and father. How does that even sound? But my mother and father, um, they really required for me to not have any grades like D's or F's or anything. So it was like C's, you're you're okay. Um, I really didn't push as hard as I, you know, should have pushed in high school like I should have pushed. So, you know, I did enough to get by just to get the okay for my parents. And so in college, I can't do that. I can't do or, you know, um, just do enough to get by. And I have to really push myself beyond myself to accomplish um, graduating from college. Um, just, Just the least of just getting a good grade. I have to go beyond my own what I've learned to do, how I've learned to survive in school, I have to go beyond that knowledge and try something different. And so this semester, God was like, hey, kid, I need you to go to the library and I need you to study two hours after each class. And I'm like, okay, God, um, you know that me and the library, we ain't really cool like that. So how do you really expect me to, you know, get cool with the library like that? Because, you know, I like to go home and go to sleep and get my rest out the class because that's all I planned on doing. And so God was like, no, I need you to change your schedule. I need you to change things up since this is your last semester in college. I need you to change things up and I need you to go to the library after class and go and study for two hours at least. And you can do what you want to do after that. So I'm like, okay, so I did it for a whole week and after that week, I was like, okay, I'm going back to my way because my way is easier and I think my way is the best. I get the rest when I want to rest. I can do what I want to do and I like my way better anyways. So, we're back to my way and guess what happened? Yeah, of course, I crashed. Um, The week of the test, I'm stressed out. I had to cram two nights before the test. I stayed up all night the day before the test. And didn't get any rest. I made a B on the test. But guess what? I didn't get any sleep. Stressed out over all the other tests that were coming after that. 
And you know what? I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to choose your way. I guess I got to get to know the library a little bit more than I would, um, than I knew it before because I can't do my way. And my way is full of stress. My way is full of, I can't go to church um, tonight. I can't go to church in the morning because I didn't study for a test or I didn't do an assignment. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't, I can't, I can't. And God's like, if you can just do the two hours that I told you to do before, you'll be able to do the, the extra stuff. You'll be able to go to church and be supportive and be active in ministry like you desire. You'll be able to, you know, go hang out with your friends. You'll be able to spend time with your sister. You'll be able to do those things. But if you don't do what I tell you to do as far as going to the library to, for two hours, then guess what? You're going to be bound to school and school is going to rule your life. School is going to rule your life. That's what I try to say. And guess what? You're not going to be able to live your life the way you want to live it because school is now your God. And so I'm like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So God, I'm going to follow you. I'm not going to follow my way because my way is full of bondage, fear, depression, all of those things. I can't get things done. I can't even handle my own household. I can't keep my house clean the way I wanted to want to keep it clean. I can't keep my son in line the way I want to keep him in line because I'm allowing school to rule my life. So I'm going to do it your way. And that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. Doing things God's way. Um, I really don't have a scripture, but I can say um, the most important thing that we have to do in this time is seek God's kingdom first. And whatever he give you the instruction for the season of your life, it is important that we follow that, you know, that that structure for that for the um, particular season. Because the last season I wasn't going to the library and it really wasn't required because I was taking classes all online. But this season, God is like, you're going to be going to school on campus. So that means that you need to go to the library and study after class every day you go to class. And so if you want to if you want to pass your classes and you want to graduate this semester, then I need you to follow that. And so every season has a purpose attached to it. And God will give you a plan for that purpose in that season. And so I believe that this is the season where we need to make sure we are following the right plan or we are making the right plans for the purpose in our season. What is my purpose in this season? Okay, my purpose in this season is to go to school and complete college like I'm supposed to. And how am I going to do that? I need to plan out something and I need to follow that. I'm not just going to make this plan on my own. I'm going to seek God to give me the instructions that I need to be successful in fulfilling the purpose in this season. And so I think that is the most important thing that we have to learn how to do is seek God for instructions, not come up with our own instructions because us coming up with our own instructions, guess what? We're going to be stressed out. Life going to be ruling us. We're not going to be able to chill with our friends. We're not going to be able to have fun. We're not going to be able to able to get enough rest. If you're like me, I love to sleep. I love sleeping. Not saying that I sleep all day. I try to make myself get up before um, around 7.20. That's the time I get up to pray and stuff like that. But if I could sleep in, I will beg God, Lord, let me sleep in. But I try to get enough sleep. I even like taking naps after class. So it's important that if you want to have a peaceful life, uh, whatever you think is peaceful, whatever it takes for your soul, your body to be in peace, 
then guess what? You have to follow God's way in order for that to happen. And so um, I just want to encourage you guys to follow God's way. And guess what? You have to be a big girl in this season. Yes, be a big girl. Stop crying to everybody. Pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. That was one of the things that I did the most. Um, I did the most on asking and begging people to pray for me when it's time to take tests. Why did I do that? Because I didn't study. And so since I didn't take um since I didn't take responsibility for um you know the test or whatever, I didn't study for the test. I wasn't being responsible. Now I'm crying out, pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. Really, I'm whining and acting like a baby because I did not handle my responsibility. And so I think as well in this season is it's a season where we have to be mature. We have to be mature in Christ. We have to literally do what he tells us to do. Do what Christ, do what the Holy Spirit tell you to do. Whatever he tell you to do, do it. Because if you don't, you're going to be crying out to people, pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. And it's not bad for people to pray for you, but you won't be asking people as much as you ask them. Um, 95% of your life is people praying for you. I don't think you don't have to have so many people praying for you if you just be obedient. I'm not saying that you don't need prayer at all. I'm just saying that as much as many people you ask to pray for you, um, I don't think it requires that much to get through your day. I think you're just not taking responsibility and you're not handling your business like you need to, to handle it as an adult. And that was my issue. I wasn't handling my responsibility As an adult, I was still trying to be a baby in the season that God is calling me to be grown. You know, he's calling me to mature. He's calling me to grow up. So um, if you want to succeed in this season of your life, I truly believe that you really, really, really have to grow up. You have to seek God and not just seek him, but you have to also take the instructions that he gives him and apply them to your life. After you apply them, guess what? You have to remain in him. That's the scripture I read yesterday is say, remain in me, <laughs> meaning I know you're already in me, but guess what? I need you to stay in me. So don't go wandering off back to your own trial, your own trail. Stay in me, stay in me, remain in me. And when God remain in us and we remain in him, guess what? We're going to be fruitful. We're going to be fruitful. We're going to produce the seeds that we need to produce. But when we go wandering off on our own trail and not remaining in him, guess what? We can't produce those seeds. We can't be successful. We can't um, we can't fully show the glory of God in our life. Why? Because we're not remaining in him. I think one of the most important things is not just being obedient, but being consistent in our obedience. We have to learn how to be faithful. God is faithful to us. He loves us. He makes sure that he wakes us up every morning. He makes sure that we have breath in our body to even, you know, rest throughout the night. He makes sure that we're taken care of, that we eat. He makes sure that we um, have our lights on, our light bill or whatever. He makes sure that there is a roof over our head. He makes sure that he takes care of us. If it's not even having a home, our own home, he makes sure that he wakes you up. That's just as simple as it gets. So if he's faithful with those very important things, because 
Waking me up in the morning is very important. I have to go to class. I have to take care of my son. I have to um, assist my sister and my my brother with um, ministry. I have to do all these other things in life. I have to accomplish these goals. So he wakes me up in the morning so that I can do those things. But guess what? If he's not faithful and he don't wake me up in the morning, guess what? I'm just going to be someone who vanishes away, who disappears, who fades away. And my son won't have a mother. Um, My sister won't have me as a sister anymore because I'm gone. Uh, People will be grieving over me. They'll be crying. And some things that I was holding up in the ministry will not be held up anymore because I'm now gone. And that's all because God is not being faithful. But God is a faithful God. So he wakes me up every morning and he makes sure that I'm able to fulfill the duties in my life that I need to fulfill in each person's life that's connected to me. And so if he's that faithful to me, then that means that I need to be faithful to him in the same way that he's faithful to me, at least strive to be that way. And so I think that's one of the things that we're missing in this season, being faithful, being full of faith doing what we need to do being consistent in what we do staying in staying on the course staying in position not moving being firm not allowing anything to stir us away this is a season when you have to be firm in your seriousness you have to be strict in your strictness you have to be unmovable unshakable because yes there are some things that are getting ready to happen in this life good and bad and you have to be ready, strong enough to withstand whatever is coming forth. Even it, even the good can become a curse to you if you're not strong enough to handle it. So you want to make sure that you are rooted in Christ. You're faithful in him. You're consistent and you're undergoing the process that you need to undergo in order to reap the harvest that he have that he have for your life. So. That's what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. And I hope you guys have a phenomenal day. Each one of you are beautiful. Each one of you are kind. Each one of you, one, one of you, excuse me. Each one of you are amazing. And there's nothing about you um, lacking. There's nothing about you um, that's imperfect because God made you perfect you're unmistakably created. And so I hope you have a wonderful day again, I say, and rejoice in the Lord always. That's a song, <laughs> but for real though, um, have a wonderful day and God bless you. Thank you for listening to me. And guess what? I just want you to do one thing. Can you like this? Can you comment? Can you share this with somebody? Because somebody needs to hear this. Let somebody hear my little issues that I go through so that they can be helped because I'm sure that somebody else go through the same things I go through. Okay. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Your love never fails and never gives up. It never runs out on me. Your love never fails and never gives up. It never runs out on me. Hey, 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 everybody. Guess what? Today we're coming with another episode and I want to talk about God's love towards us and the love that we supposed to sh- show towards people. Um, This is a very, very, very like sticky title. Um, Love wins always Um, or love always win. This title, um, this very word love is one of the hardest words that have been 
so hard for us as human beings to express to people when we are always rejected. Like, okay, for me, for instance, I can just generally express the word love when I'm rejected. When you do me wrong and when you treat me wrong, it's like, okay, now you have cut the line. You have crossed the line and I am, guess guess what? I'm getting ready to pull my love card back from you. So you cannot receive my love. But guess what? God is not even like that. He's not like that with us. When we go against him, when we go against his word, he still loves us. Like he's still generous to us. And that is the challenge um, with human nature and God's nature it's to love like God fearlessly and not be limited in it, not um, restrict our love, not put stipulations on our love when people don't listen or when people don't think like we think or when they don't agree to agree with us. Um, we shouldn't um, limit our love for them. And that's the stretch that I believe that God is putting me in. And it's a great stretch. Um not saying it feel good. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't always feel good, but I have to always look at it from the positive side that God's going to get the glory out of any situation in my life where I have to, um, exemplify his love. And so I feel the same thing for you that God is going to get the glory and he's going to show people how strong and merciful and loving he is through your character. And that is one of the things we're going to talk about today. So the very scripture we're going to come from is 1 Corinthians 13 and 4, and it describes what love is. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects. It always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. And that's why I get the the title, Love Always Wins. And so, love is patient. It's kind. Um, we have to understand that we have to be patient in this season with people in general. We have to be patient. We have to be kind to them. It doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter how they speak. It doesn't matter what they may um, say about us. It doesn't matter about the persecution. We supposed to respond in love. And we must be patient with those individuals who does not get it just like we get it or whatever. So it does not envy. It does not boast. It is not mad or angry with anybody. It's not secretly angered or jealous in their, in its heart with anybody. Um, it does not boast. Love does not boast. Meaning I'm not supposed to be boasting on myself because, you know, some people think, Oh, she's a really loving person because she talks good only about herself though. That's not love. No, Love does not boast. It's not proud. Um, I think the word proud in this um, particular um, scripture, it's basically kind of like pride or whatever. So it's like, and it's almost like boasting as well. So it's not proud. It's not so high in itself where it can't be uh, transparent or uh, it can't be relatable. So it's not proud in itself. Um, it is not easily angered. Love is not easily angered. You don't get easily mad when you are walking in the love of Christ. Um, you don't easily get upset when you're literally um, possessing the love of Christ or the, or the heart of God. Um, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love doesn't bring up the past about what somebody did to them. 
it doesn't do that. That's not love. Um, love is um, strategically always about um, going forward, moving forward, forgetting about what happened. Um, yes, it happened, but it doesn't even matter anymore because I'm past that. I'm about loving people. And that's the way we're supposed to be. Uh, we don't supposed to be keeping records of wrong. And that's the, that's one of the reasons, reasons why we can't forgive people or we can't move past certain situations in our life because when people do us a certain way, we always remember what they did wrong to us instead of what we can do right to them. So love keeps no record of wrongs. We don't keep it in our mind. We don't hold a file in our mind on when this person did this or when this person did that. Because guess what? You're not perfect either. So um, God can bring up a whole slew of things, uh, a plethora of things about you when you failed him and when you didn't listen to him when he told you to do a certain thing and you rejected him or you um, went against him. And so we shouldn't keep records of people's wrong because that's not love. Love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices with the truth. Um, although we are kind and patient to people, we must always never delight in evil. If it's something evil, you stand for your truth. It rejoices with the truth. If it's something evil, I am not with it. I can say that I don't partake in evilness. I don't do that. I don't I'm not, uh, I am not going to be a part of that evilness because that's not in me or whatever. So love does not delight in evil and I'm not going to do that, but it always rejoices with the truth. Meaning I'm always on the truth side. I'm going to always be happy with the truth, with what the words say, with what God say about a certain situation. Um, it always protects, it always trusts, love protects. It doesn't try to expose somebody and throw them under the bus. That's not love. Love protects a person's heart and makes sure that they're nurtured and kind, uh, kindly, um, uh, cared for, um, love protects and it trusts, uh, love always trusts, love trusts. It trusts in God. It has no fear. It doesn't walk on eggshells. Love trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Love always hopes, meaning it has a confidence that something good is going to happen. It always perseveres, meaning it's going to keep going forward in that direction and it never fails. It's not going to stop. It never, it's not going to run out. And that's why I started this podcast with that song because your love never fails and never gives up. It never runs out on me. I don't even know why I took that pause because I think I, I, yeah, that's why I took the pause because I literally forgot the words. Um, Excuse me for that. (laughs) But yes, his love never fails. It never gives up, meaning it perseveres. It never runs out. It's, it's complete. It's full. It's overwhelming. It's, it's overflowing. There's so much love for that God can give to us. We can never, we could never. I mean, never um, be without his love. He he has so much of it that he can pour it out on a nation of people. So his love never fails. But we have to have that same love in us. Jesus wants us to have that same love in us. And because Jesus said that we need to have it in us, I believe it's capable, it's possible that we can live like Christ. I believe it's possible to love like Christ. I think sometimes we try to, um, we 
People try to separate Christ from us like, oh, he was the son of God. Okay, we are a child of God too. The son of God is basically a child of God. So I have the same power. I possess the same ability and the same decision making that Christ possessed when he was here on earth. All he did was cast his flesh down and follow the spirit. That's exactly what he did. And that's exactly what we have to do. If we want to pursue God, we have to walk in the spirit. If we want to love like Christ, we have to walk in the spirit so that we can do it without it feeling. So, um, yeah, this is what I wanted to talk about. This is something that everybody don't really have all together. I'm not saying that I have it all together because I never really have it all together. But this is something that God really corrected me on, like, Can you love past people rejecting you? Because you have a heart to love people. You love people so much. But when they reject you, then it's like, oh, I can't love you anymore. Because what? It was really all about you. But can you love them past them accepting you, past them giving you what you want from them? Acceptance, validation? Because I give you that. I approve of you. So it really doesn't matter if they give it to you or not. Can you love past the rejection line excuse my child he's trying to come in here but um Zoltan this is not the time I am literally on my podcast live you cannot be in here thank you go in there bye-bye but yes that's love Treating your child nice when they come and interrupt your podcast. That is the love of Christ. And that's the love that I'm supposed to show. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed this. This is really quick, really quick to the cut to the chase. Just getting to the, the love part. And I want you guys to love like none other. Be who you are. Stay who you are. Be firm in that. Stay walking in the freedom of love. The freedom of love. Thank you for listening. Be easy and do me a favor. Like this, comment, share it with somebody who needs to hear this because we're not always, we're not always, always together in our love walk. We need to hear this every now and then. Thank you. Bye-bye.